Hallelujah. Just lift up your hands tonight and just say a word to the Lord and just thank him for tonight. I believe that the Lord is here with us tonight. Hallelujah. I'll talk to him for a moment. We've been in his presence. We've been worshiping, singing, talking to him. Jesus bright as the morning star. Jesus, bright as the morning star. If you know how to sing it, just join Jesus, in. Just fall in love with him this how evening. How can I tell you how beautiful you are to me? Is he beautiful to you? Then turn your mind to him. Hello, with the feedback. Let me just do my greetings. And as for tonight, we shall worship Amen. We shall worship him. Hallelujah. But tonight, first of all, I want to appreciate our Bishop Doug and I want to appreciate him for all the churches. I want to add my voice to Reverend Dr. Piero's voice. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And I thank God for the men that he has placed in Kumasi at this time. Amen. You just want to salute Bishop Charles Amu, <laughs> the bishop of this church. Hallelujah. And it's a pleasure having him in Kumasi. It's a very powerful team. Yeah, it's very powerful. You can't do it alone. Amen. I want to thank God also for the pastor and his wife. Amen. Wait, wait. You are, you are clapping a little too early. You see, the truth is that many people, as God blesses them in their work, they backslide. That's just the truth. Uh, you are now very quiet. Because I'm dialing your number, you are quiet. The God has only just started blessing you cry. You are falling. <laughs> but I want to thank Reverend. When I met him, he was Mr. Pierrot. And she was Mrs. <laughs> then he became Dr. Piero. He was still serving. He became Reverend. He was still serving. She became Lady Reverend. She was still serving. Are you there? And I believe that God gives us pictures so that you can see that it's possible. Tell your neighbor, we don't mind your course. We don't mind your course. I want you to put your hands together. Salute them. God bless you so much for keeping the fire burning, keeping it going. That's why we are here. I can't hear you. Hey! <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen and amen. And I want to salute the men of God. It's so good to be here to see you. God bless you. Amen. Reverend Fire, I'm blessed to see you. <laughs> Reverend Fire, it's good to see all of you. And we are together. That's it. We are together. It's not one man's work. And I want to just salute each and every one of us who's here tonight. Now, let me just say something here. The world is changing. And one of the changes is that the church is backsliding. But tell never that minus me. Minus me. But do you understand why I said the church is backsliding? When we come to church, that's where our clock works. That clock does not work anywhere. Only in church. Only in church. Yeah. Yesterday as I was going back around midnight, I mean, we entered where, you know, our house is up there. Here were a group of young boys. Just, 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 yeah, just, I don't know what to say. Just. Then as we passed, one of the young girls in my car said, but if we had brought them to church, then we would have got a message from the house that the next time you hear that and please the church I go to we worship God there that's all we, worship, we don't go to disco we don't go to nightclub we don't party we don't go anywhere this is our party this is our nightclub this is the place where we do everything everything hallelujah amen Amen. And tonight we have come to experience God. Let me just say something to you. Tonight, if you don't have time for the Lord, if you are worried about how you will get home, I understand. The door is open. Please just go home, okay? Uh -huh. Just go home. Just go home. It's okay. The door is not locked. Go home now. Don't wait to disturb us later. The door is open. We should stop the nonsense, oh. Because what is happening is that the cold air is entering the church. Now you are preaching and you can feel the pressure. Close early. Let's go home. Close. Tonight I won't close early. I don't. I will not close early. So I've already told you. Please pick your bag. Pick your things. 
go home. Just go home. Because, let me show you a scripture. 1 Corinthians 12, 7. 1 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse 7. Are you awake? Hmm. You can tell your neighbor, that woman again, I don't mind what you call me. I said, go home. Because today, dear, I will not receive your pressure. First Corinthians 12, 7. We shall wait for you till it comes. Reverend Doctor, please, I hope you don't mind. My church, this is what I do to them. The pressure, because I don't understand why my scripture is not coming. We don't know the scriptures. We want to see it and read it and know that it is so. It's your bed chain. Quiet time, look right One year. One year, quiet time. It's happening. Quiet time. But I want to show you this scripture. Abba. Good. Please take it in the King James. Just because it's what I'm used to in this. Look at something though. It says in 1 Corinthians 12, 7. That the manifestation of the spirit. The manifestation means that he appears. The making visible. The seeing of the spirit. Is given to everybody. For what? prophet. But nowadays, we don't see the manifestation of the spirit in a certain way. Because we cannot wait. We cannot wait. The only time that we see some manifestation is when there's a prophet promising you something. That's all. But apart from that, zero love for God, zero time for God, zero desire to be in the presence of God. We have just become some orphans in the house of God. I really mean it when I say tonight, if you cannot be here, pick your things now. Go home. Go home. Because we want a manifestation. If you want to see God working, you have to give him time. You have to give him time. All your rushing crowd, what has he brought you? Hey, you have made me start quarreling very early in the night. <laughs> what have you brought? You are as broke as you ever were. You are as in debt as you ever were. You are as unwell as you ever were. Meanwhile, you claim that you serve a God who is able to heal you, who is able to feed you, who is able to take care of you, but you don't give him time. Tonight is a different night. I said, tonight is a different night. Uh, just be here. Hallelujah. Are you there? Mm. Hey. The church has become very quiet. <laughs> ah. Something is doing me, pal. We have backslidden too early. You know, sometimes we look at Orthodox churches... And people say, oh, this church, there, now, dear, they have become, do you know how old they are? Do you know how old they are? We are not even 50 years and we are already, we say 50, I've gone too far. Like some 40 visa, visa, 40, approaching 40, approaching 40, cry, we are, big, we are backslidden already. Ah, life has just begun, we are young too, and you have become cold. That's what I've come to tell you tonight. It's not even in my preaching, but it's inside. Are you in the house? Do you know that Methodist Church, they used to sing a hymn. By the time they finished the hymn, people are on the floor. 
Yes. That was the Methodist church. In my Methodist church, today is not like that. Shut up. Oh. Do you know how many hundred years they are? And we, we are, eh, we are still in our first, our, our first stage. Our first stage. The first group, Kragon, has not finished deleting us yet. Oh, already you are cold, but tonight you will not be cold. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Yeah, tonight we also want some of that old-time religion and some of, some of what they experienced. We also want some. Oh, you don't want some? You see, because I noticed that, you know, the song they were singing was a nice one. Either you don't know it or it's like you are just waiting. They should finish singing so that you sit down. You can sit down and say, when was the last time you knelt in worship? When was the last time you lay down flat in worship? When was the last time you worshiped God till you wept? When was the last time that you felt something? Freeze and adjust. No, no, it's too much. It's too much. Deep freezes, deep freezes. And they are in our churches. Tell your neighbor, me, I'm charismatic. I don't know what you are, but me, I'm a charismatic. Come on, lift up your hands. We are worshiping God. Tonight, we want to feel Him. I'm going to preach. Yes, I'll preach. It's not for lack of word, though. No, no, no. It's not for lack of word. Not at all. It's not for lack of word. But it's just that I see the suffering of our people in the churches. I see it and I feel it and I feel like a doctor who is sitting down with the medicine here and saying, come for the medicine. I also won't know. It is mothers. When the child doesn't drink the medicine, lady, we'll put your head there. Chuck it. Move it. I have to chuck it somewhere. Come on, lift up your hands tonight. Just enter it. When so last did you tell him you loved him? Oh, so beautiful, Jesus. You're beautiful. Tell him again. So beautiful. From the top, Jesus. Jesus. Oh. Oh my God. We love you. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. How can I tell? How can I tell you how beautiful you are
tonight, may your word find entrance into our hearts. Forgive us for the times that we are so occupied with the things of the day. But as we come here this Friday night, Lord, we put it down. We put our worries aside. We put our burdens aside. We put our troubles aside. And we concentrate on you. Tonight, manifest yourself to us. Tonight, touch us. Visit with us. Lord, spend time with us. That when we leave here, we'll know of a truth that you have been here with us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. God bless you. Take your seat. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow. It's a pleasure to be in church tonight. Thank you so much for the invitation. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. And we just want to bless all the choirs that ministered. All those who put so much effort into this, this very sweet convention. God bless you so much. Hallelujah. Tonight I'm just going to be talking to you about fruitfulness. Amen. Ask your neighbor, are you fruitful? Are you fruitful? Hallelujah. Fruitfulness. It's time to be fruitful. And anytime I'm preaching this subject, it's one of my favorite subjects because I realize that it's, it's, it struck me that it's very important to God that we are fruitful. Hallelujah. How many of us, you want to have a mango tree that does not bring any mangoes? Hey. I had a certain dog. My husband said he wants puppies from the dog. <laughs> a certain dog. The worst part about it is that this dog could eat. <laughs> she could eat. Eating, eating, nothing. Oh. One time, cry, we thought that this dog is finally pregnant. We said that we were calculating. came and passed then I told him as I see this dog this type when they don't like something the body will just reabsorb the pregnancy so she had just reabsorbed it that's all ah, after all the food you have eaten all the medicines that have been wasted on you all the things that have been done one day my husband jiggered her he just he picked the dog he put her into the car he carried her back to the friend who gave her to us and said to him, keep her until she returns with puppies. Keep her. <laughs> keep her until she produces some fruit. We cannot be eat, giving you food to eat, non-scoring, non-scoring like that. And some of us are like that in the house of God. Eating, eating. Your pastor is preaching, preaching, laying hands, pouring oil, prophesying over you, talking, talking, talking. She, you don't bring anything. Oh. The oil is finished. Are you there? <laughs> One time a certain guy came. He was coming for prayer that he needs a wife. His pastor told him that the amount of oil that has been poured over you for this wife is more than a bucket. Returned. <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and so last night, I started sharing some scriptures with you. Hallelujah. 
I'm just quickly just taking it from somewhere we shall flow. Matthew eleven twenty eight. I shared with you about how Jesus was saying, come unto me all ye who labor and are heavy laden and I'll give you rest. And because of that, we come into the house of God and we expect it to be resting. Tell anybody, if you rest too much, you can actually die. Your muscles will... Oh, it's true. When you go and even have surgery, you cannot move. In within how long? Is it even 24? Oh, sometimes, sometimes it's less than that. For those who even have a baby, by that night, they are moving, start to make you start moving your body. By the following day, they are expecting at least you can walk small here to here. Why? Because when you don't move, you can lie there, you will just die. Your blood will slow down, start clotting. We have a whole problem on our hands. Are you in the church? Hallelujah. So I'm just sharing it with you. So he says, come and rest. But you cannot spend your life resting. It's a dangerous thing to spend your life resting. There are some people, young people here, you sleep, you can sleep at midday. You don't understand why your mother gets crazy. Somebody is telling me that her friend is like that. Sleeper, have a special scripture for you in the book of Proverbs chapter 4. A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the arms to rest, so shall thy poverty. Just Joshua, what is up with you today? <laughs> Do you have a problem that we, you cannot solve? The Bible calls it your poverty, not knowing that the devil has some poverty. He has packaged it with your name on it. And it's standing in hell. It cannot come until you start to sleep too much. That's the license he has because the thing has your name on it. He says, so shall thy poverty. Brother, I've passed the scripture. Continue. <laughs> Can you see it? Not somebody else's poverty, your own. It will come uh, like a traveler. No announcement. No announcement. It has come. And I want like an arm. There's no arm robbers. They usually don't announce they are coming. They just arrive. Yeah. Are you in the house? So the plenty resting is a problem. And Jesus knows that. And that's why he gave us the verse 29 of Matthew 11. Where after telling us to come and rest, then he says, take my yoke upon you. And I told you yesterday that a yoke is associated with only one thing. And that thing is work. When you see yoke, it is work. Yeah, it's associated with work. We don't give pets a yoke because they are not working. But the same animal, if it is working, there's some kind of yoke on it. Hallelujah. Are you with me in the house? So you see that, for instance, a blind man's dog, it, it, is, it is, is wearing some things that an ordinary crammine is not wearing. That's its yoke. It's on duty. And in fact, when they're on duty, you can't even talk to them. You don't talk to them. You don't, you don't pet them. You don't have, because he's working. Are you in the house? Forgive my animal uh, excuse, um, examples. I, I was... I was an animal scientist. That, that's my life. <laughs> that's what I used to do for a living. Hallelujah. So take my yoke upon you. Then it says, and learn of me. If you and I are about to learn of Jesus, I can tell you one thing he did not do was rest in plenty. Jesus. He worked. Uh, he worked. He must have been very tired because for you to be on a boat that's trying to sink and you don't wake up. 
<laughs> Exhausted. Exhausted. Are you in the house? Yeah. So he says, learn of me. Then he tells you that, look, for I am meek and lowly in heart. I'm very humble. Some of us, we are too proud to work for God. Your pride is a problem. It's another discussion another day. And then he says, and you shall find rest for your souls. Yesterday I told you that our prosperity, our doing well is in the things we do for him. Amen. Are you in the church or you have traveled? I gave you the example of a man who has married a wife. And I said, yes, we love, we love. Oh, it's nice. It's nice to go out, nice to go for dinner, nice to do this, nice to do that, nice to do that. When we have finished all that, then we marry. And then when we marry, you know, are you there? Hard work. Hard work. When we marry, what is happening? Breakfast, lunch, supper. Washing, cleaning. Hey. Doing what again? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody is free. Everybody has their portion. Ironing. The man who used to go and come freely is not like that anymore. Now he has bills. Bills. Sometimes he has to have more work, more jobs so that he can cover the bills. Are you in the church? Yeah. <laughs> is it that he doesn't love her? No. That's how it is. Is it that she doesn't love him? That's how it is. So also with God. Come unto me, all you who labor in a heavy laden. We have come to get married. I'll give you rest when you arrive. Here is your yoke. We are going to work. I'm your example. Follow me. Learn from me. This is what we are coming to do. Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. I want to believe that we are going to be working for the Lord. I shared with you John 15, 16. Even though my people normally laugh at me, I will still quote it. (laughs) You have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordained you that you should go and bring forth fruit, that your fruit shall remain. And I like the promise at the end most. Where it says that whatsoever you ask, you just bear fruit. When you finish bearing the fruit, or as you are bearing the fruit and it's remaining, ask whatever you will. Ask what you will. Some of you have been asking, asking, asking. The reason why he may not have answered you is that there's no fruit. Hmm. There's no fruit. Or the fruit you brought, it was not proper. It died. <laughs> some must remain. Hallelujah. When you want to get some fruit, you, you plant enough. So that even if some die, even if some are eaten by birds, there is something. But you, you have gone, you say, hey, I went to call two people, they didn't come. Of course, two people will not come. <laughs> are you in the church? Now, I want to continue today by showing you another couple of verses. Let's go to Luke chapter 13, verse 6. Because it is one scripture agrees with another scripture. That's when you know that it is. Okay. This is a parable told by Jesus. It says, a certain man had a fig tree planted in his vineyard. And he came and sought fruit thereon and found none. Then said he to the dresser of his vineyard, Behold, these three years I come seeking fruit on this fig tree and find none. Cut it down. Why cumbereth it the ground? You know, I always read this scripture in the King James because of this sentence. 
Why cumbereth it the ground? Why are you disturbing the ground? They have put you here. You don't plan to bear any fruit. You are disturbing the ground that you are on. It's a very amazing thing. Cut it down. Cut it down. Then <clears throat> the gardener answered and said, Lord, leave it for this year as well. I'll dig around it. Dang it. That means I'll fertilize it. If it bears fruit, well. And if not after that, you will. You can cut it down. Do you think Jesus was giving lessons in agriculture? I'm asking you a question. <laughs> Do you think he was giving farming lessons? No. He was about the work of the ministry. And he was saying that, ah, no, 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 no. He has planted us here as trees. And he said he comes looking. I'm also going looking. Should I start from the back and come? I'm coming to ask. I just want to know how much fruit is in the house because of you. Please, should I keep coming? If you don't say stop, I'm still coming. Oh. You don't know where I'll land. I won't mind all my people. I don't know what they came to do here. I shouldn't come. I should go back. Okay. Please, they say I should come back, so I'm coming back. I'm very obedient. <laughs> Hello? He said he came and sought fruit. Every year, Jesus comes walking here in the mega church, Susuanshi branch, looking for fruit, looking for fruit. Who's here because of you? Who, who has been encouraged back into church because of you? Young lady on your phone, you are in church. You are in church. You are in church. You are in church. Uh-huh. You are in church. Mercy. Eh. So for and then I wear sir. It's because we don't do it. It's number yeah, because you send baby. It's not my bad. My my bad. It's here. Because you send baby. Hey, are you there? Oh, relax, relax. Don't worry. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Jesus is going to come and ask this young lady on her phone that how many people are in the church because of you. You have made Lady Reverend Benny's hold her heart that, hey, hey, mini pie. But you see, today it's only rehearsals. But the time will come when Jesus has actually come. When Jesus comes, we cannot repeat the class. Oh. Right now, as I'm talking, we can repeat. We can say, hey, serious. Oh. In fact, it's a long time since I, I, I won a soul. It's a long time since I encouraged a fallen believer to stand. It's a long time, and we can correct ourselves. But the day will come. Oh, my mommy also, why are you sitting there? No, 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 blah, 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 blah. Ah. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, please come. Ah, yesterday, it's my people came and sacked you from your chair. <laughs> Hallelujah. Mercy. Are you in the house? Yeah. He said he didn't find any fruit. Listen, the fruit berry, we cannot run away. And my heart is the fruit. The best example of the fruit I can give you is to look at the example of Jesus. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. Joshua, I think I should, but I don't know whether he needs water or he needs... But look at it. Here is Jesus' work. 
Let us examine the fruit. He has appointed me, anointed me, to preach good tidings to them. Maybe we should take it in, a, in a, some English we can understand. Okay, give us NLT or something. Are you okay? Is the, is the word helping you? I just want us to understand what the fruit is. So when we are living here, remember yesterday, I told you when we understand, we don't have to fight again. Yeah. The spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me. For the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. I want you to ask your neighbor, please, do you have some people, they may not even be here, but some poor people, you have shared the good news with them, they've given their life to Christ. Please, do you have some? Ask your neighbor. And if your neighbor is not asking you, the answer is already zero. That's why he's not asking. <laughs> Can we look at the next one? He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted. Me in my church, what I know that they do is that when the person has broken heart, they laugh. That's what I know. I don't know that they comfort the brokenhearted. Rev, I don't know. But my church, don't laugh at you. Lady Rev, you are the leader of the laughing people. <laughs> you suspect, yes. <laughs> hey, you come that your heart is broken. Pastor George, have you not seen some before? Have they not laughed at you, sir? Plenty. Did they comfort you? But Jesus, he comforted the brokenhearted. Instead of you to comfort your brother so that at least you have some fruits. I was there, I knew. They have called you names. They have laughed at you. Oh. Mm. They, they were telling you that what? I like going to Bantima. A broken-hearted man who... But Jesus, Jesus, he comforted the brokenhearted. Hallelujah. Some of us, even when you go to a funeral, you are more occupied by your dress that somebody will see you than the brokenheartedness of the person who has lost something. Oh, yes. Among the girls, we have a custom that we call Kochagbamo. It's part of the and I remember when I promised myself I will never do it for any of my parents. And the reason was because a friend of mine had lost her sister. Her sister was not well. She had not been well for some years. In the middle of the illness, her husband died. Then the sister died, leaving six children. Six. Six from teenage. The youngest one was about five. And when she was, they had just brought the body of their mother to the house. And the children were whatever. And my friend and her siblings were trying to manage the children. The relatives were at the back, quarreling over. Hey, kocha, the kocha is not enough. Who is Auntie Sissy's soap? Where is Auntie? I said, hey, you will not even comfort these weeping children. Pull them together before you go and fight over your soap. Hey. Some of us, we go to the funeral because of the food. <laughs> Do you know, they think I'm lying. But me, I've even heard somebody say, I've missed funeral jollof. What's even that? What's even that? Yo. 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 <laughs> hey. 
And then they say that what they're smoking the jollof, so it gives some some taste to be a hey. It's they have missed the funeral jollof. Hey, Obi somebody is crying, oh. But Jesus, I said Jesus, He comforted the brokenhearted. Oh yeah, He comforted them. Some of you, when the person is down, you are not coming to step on them. Oh. But are you understanding the fruit bearing? Yeah. And he says, to proclaim, <laughs> I have to, it's difficult to read in another version. To proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He said, oh, but me, I don't like the prison. The prison is only one place where captives are. And they are physical captives. But I can promise you that right in this room, we have people who are captives to pornography. We have people who are captives to masturbation. We have people who are captives to weed. We have some who are captives to right here, right here. In fact, right in your own house, your own brother next door. When last did you do an all night for that brother? You are only talking, 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 talking. Please, it's not by talking. I'm asking you, when last you had an all night for your brother? Somebody should sort out those guys at the back over there. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. I mean, I sorted out as I'm going along. Mm. Wow. Let's see verse 2. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies. When last did you encourage somebody? Because that's just encouragement. Your day has come. I'm showing you the fruit. Hallelujah. And so now that you know the fruit, you can ask your neighbor the question, where is your fruit? Do you have some around? Do you have some? (laughs) And if not, let's go back to Luke chapter 13. (laughs) Luke chapter 13. (laughs) Please take me back. Verse 8. Verse 8. No, sorry. Go back. 7. Verse 7. Please sit down. Please sit down. So, for three years, Jesus has been coming around. He says, who have you shared the gospel with? Who had a broken heart that you have comforted? Who was a captive that because of you, your prayers, your following up, your refusing to let go, your refusing, the person is now correct. Today I was watching an old um, preaching uh, video on YouTube. R.W. Shambach, he was preaching. Most of you are too young to know his name. He was an old man when I was uh, <laughs> young. <laughs> he was already old. But he was preaching. Then he asked a question. It was in a tent, full, huge church like that. And then he asked, how many of you are here who were drug addicts and are free today. So the people put up their hands and he realized we can't see the hands well. And he said, come on stage, Rev. I've not seen anything like it before. Crowd. It's a whole, like a whole church. Like a whole church of drug addicts who have come to know the Lord and who have laid it down. Come and see them. 
And you see, for a drug addict to come and stand there and say, are they free? They are really free. Yeah. Usually when they are inside, half, half, they, they don't want to be identified. Oh, they came, somewhere shine with their hands up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hey. Hmm. But right by your next door, he said, we, the only thing you have been doing is to point your fingers and talk about him. Hey. <laughs> but that's a fruit right there. That's a fruit right there. Hallelujah. Am I talking to some people in the church tonight? And then Jesus encouraged people. He says to tell them that, listen, it's your time. The Lord is on your side. The Lord is on your case. You know, I don't know if you see the world well, but people are very depressed though. Yeah. It's only that you have been looking with only half eye. It's a me. When I look at my problems, you are looking at your problems. When you look at your problems, they become bigger. Yes. If you stare at your problems, oh, you don't believe me. Please, take your hand like this, eh? Hold it here. So this is the problem. Now start to bring it closer to you. Closer. 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 Can you see that you, at a point, it's only your hand you can see. Yeah, you can't see anything again. When it was far, you could see everything around. But as you keep looking at your problem, at your problem, can't see anything. Can't see anything. That's why your problems are looking so big. You're concentrating. Me, myself, and I. Mm-hmm. When you wake up in the morning, you pray for me. In the afternoon, you pray for myself. In the evening, you pray for I. That's all. They said somebody woke up and prayed and said, Lord, bless me, my wife, and my three children. That's all. <laughs> hey! But let me tell you something. When you begin to concern yourself with your fruit bearing, number one, even to bear the fruit, you need your hands. You have forgotten your problems. Remember, this is the problem. You have even forgotten. By the time you come back to look at your problem again, it's sorted. It's fully sorted. 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 I'm talking to somebody. Oh, yeah. Last year, one of the most dramatic testimonies in our church was from a young lady who works in the works. I mean, she has a job, but she's also moving around. Rent was an issue. And she got a place. And the place, the rent for how many years? Two years, eh? How many years? 19,005 for two years. 19,500. <laughs> Even today, when I think about it, it's not BBIME. 19,005 for two years. That's the rent. As she was working there, she had saved 9,000. And that was all she had. And she had gone looking because the landlady said, Move. You gotta move. You gotta move. So it's a long story. But at the end of the long story, on the day that she goes looking, it's like now it's getting desperate. She's together with another girl and an agent who could not give her anything. Then they meet a guy. And the guy starts to laugh. She said he looked like he had been working on a construction site. So she was wondering, how can this guy help me? That guy, because the guy, where he was, he, was, he could see the movement. 
So, oh, you are looking for a place. <laughs> then he looked at the girl and said, hey, your God is great. Your God is big. They said, come, let me take you to a place. And he put them in the car. He drove them. Showed her two places. Which one do you want? She said, how much is it? He said, which one do you want? She said, how much is it? How much do you want? She said, how much is it? Then she said, <laughs> okay, she would like this one. So how much is it? How much do you have? <laughs> she said, she has 9,000. So he said, okay, meet me the following day. She came back to the place. She said she had the money as Momo. So she had 2,000 cash and Momo. So she came to the man and she said, do you, should I go and take it out as? Then the man said, how much do you have? She said, cash, she, has, she has 2,000. He said, add 1,000. She added 1,000. 3,000. Here are the papers. Sign. Two years rent. Hmm. Rev. How you are saying that? Ah, that's exactly how we feel up to today. 19,500. She paid 3,000. One, two, three. Matter close. Who, who does that? Who does that? I told you that when you concern yourself with God's matters, when you concern, he will concern himself with your matter. This, this mirror, it was so big that even at a point I was like, mm. and now this man, he has some plan, there, nothing. She has been there in peace. There's no case. There's no case. He just said, God said, I should bless you. Sign it. He brought it. She brought it signed. He took it. The man is organized. A businessman has office. Gave it to one of his boys. Take it to the office. Tell them that she has paid for two years. Three thousand. <laughs> no ulterior motive. Nothing. She's been there in peace. No problem. Hey! I have to tell you the story because some of you are sitting and saying that you don't know my case. You don't know my case. Hmm. I want you to tell your neighbor that your case is not special, okay? <laughs> if you start to ask, everybody here has a pinching issue. I tell you. Hey. Yeah. But he still expects you to bear fruit. <laughs> John 15, <laughs> verse 1. My dodgy, my dodgy, my I've dodged you, Joshua. <laughs> Jesus is speaking again. Oh. <laughs> I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it might bear more fruit. This is one of the most frightening verses in the, soul, in the whole Bible. Yeah. He said, I am a tree. Every branch in me, please ask your neighbor, are you a branch in Christ? In fact, don't even add in Christ. Are you a branch? So if the person say, <laughs> if you are in Christ, there, then you are a branch. Unless you are not in him. But if you are in him, there, from what he's saying, every branch in me, Have you seen it? You are a branch. You don't bear fruit. He removes you. Hmm. Some people think 
that the only way to be removed is that you are dead. It's not true. It's not true. You were part of the choir. Then you got angry. Every day you have been giving this person salam. You don't give me salam. I'm going. And then you, you step down. You say, I have left the choir. You didn't leave the choir. He purged you. He purged you. Yeah. This church, man, I'm not happy with the things that you've been saying. The church, this and this and this. I mean, I'm going to my somewhere. You are, you are paid. He's paid you. And you will find out that many who go like that, they don't stand up again anywhere. For a year or two, they may be something. Then, yeah, you, you, later, you're looking for them. You're nothing, 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 nothing. Recently, my husband went looking for a young man who had left. He said, oh, this guy. I hear things are not so well. My husband, he's a pastor, I tell you. <laughs> so he went to look for the guy. When he went to look for the guy, the guy to him said, oh, after I left, I tried to start. Started the first church, it didn't work. Started the second church, it didn't work. He said, what are you doing now? Ah. It's not, you see, wait, oh. <laughs> there are times when God asked people to move on. It's happened. Even in our house, we know people who came to say that, I think God wants me to start. And they left properly. Some left with the blessing of the bishop they were under. And you go and you meet them and they've kept their, when they are with us, they are talking, they are laughing with us. We are also no problem with you. Are you there? But if your place is here, and you have organized yourself to leave, you realize that you get there, you are just a rolling stone. Yeah, you're just a rolling stone. This is the reason. Not bearing fruit. Been taken away. Been taken away. Wouldn't God has removed you. Because you discovered that the choir is continuing to do well. The church is continuing to flow. If as soon as you moved out, your place was covered. Okay, as soon as you left, hey, hey, whenever you go to a funeral, eh, you have to learn lessons. So you will see somebody that we are all, everybody is broken after that the person has gone. Come back six months and see. Six months, boy, is even long. Why? One month. One month. One of my lady pastor friends. We were doing something. I forgot what we were doing. Then she came. She'd been crying. I said, what's going on? Her boss had died that Saturday morning. Just like that. <laughs> Monday, she called me. She said, you will not believe what has happened here. I said, what has happened? She said, her boss who died on Saturday, you know, Monday is the first working day. When they got to work, you know, on the door was the name of the person who has replaced him. And that's what you are dying for. Mm. Mm. Because of your work, that's why when they say bear fruit, you say, I can't. Hands down, you saying that we shouldn't work. I'll beat you. Mm. <laughs> I'll beat you. <laughs> are you in the house tonight? Yeah. 
Then he goes on to say, and this is the part of the best that I'm always quarreling with. If you bear fruit, <laughs> he will purge you to bear more fruit. Do you know I don't like this part? Because when I say purge, I'm reminded of a bentwa. <laughs> when you wear small, your mother will mix the things. Then they'll catch you. Come here. If you are very small, they'll even turn you upside down. <laughs> Shake you. After shaking you, they put you on the ground, Charlie, like a bullet <laughs> to the nearest, <laughs> to the nearest place. <laughs> oh, I came to tell somebody, you said, no, pastor, I'm one of those who's bearing fruit, but still... It's not working. Things are difficult. Maybe God has taken hold of you and he has applied the spiritual bentwa and he has shaken you and he has put you down and now you are where, you see, how do you know when you are undergoing a page? At the end of the page, some things you don't need have left you. Yeah. Some things you don't need. Yeah. You don't need them. They are part of you, but you don't know. Yeah. Some years ago, the Lord took me through a page. I didn't know it then, but I thought I would die. Oh, yes. Up until that point in my life, the thing they call depression, I didn't know what it was. People come and tell me, Pastor, I'm depressed. I say, oh, why are I the one issue here with Abraham in page? Thank you. <laughs> Snap out of it. <laughs> That's what they tell you. And that used to be my attitude. <laughs> but when I went into this, <laughs> into this page, I understood what it meant to be depressed. When a mother with three children wakes up every morning, every night, I used to tell Jesus, I'll see you in heaven tonight. And every morning when I wake up, I say, why? <laughs> what am I still doing here? Just to give you an idea, by the time the purge was over, many things had left me. One of the things that had left me was the ability to believe that I can do anything. Oh, yeah. Up until today, when I wake up, I say, Holy Spirit, if you go, we will go. If you don't go, it won't work. That's all. That's all. I can't do. So if you know that you won't go, let us be here. Please. I can't, I can't go. It was one of the fruits. Wow. Yeah. Are you in the house? Uh, you are very quiet. I wonder. I wonder why. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the time he was done with me, I was so broken. And when you come, even when you are an idiot, and you please, you are not an idiot. But when you come and say, I'm, I'm depressed. I say, don't be depressed, okay? You come, let's be walking. It will be okay. Eh? Even when it's your foolishness that has brought the broken heart. Hey. hey. Oh. Changed my life, cry. I remember Bishop Saki calling me. 
in the middle of the night, when I picked the phone, in those days it was the, the, hand, yeah, the landline. When I picked it, why are you still awake? I said, oh, Bishop. But you know, then he told me, he said, one day, you will thank God for what you are going through. Thank you. I almost said, how can you say what you are saying? <laughs> but he knew something I didn't know. Yeah. And so somebody, take courage. It's just a purge. You will survive. You know, after they purge you, you feel like your stomach will explode. And you feel like, look, if I don't go here, even when you are downloaded, the sweat that you'll be sweating. Be sweating. Sometimes it's painful. But somebody tell me, when you are done, and you're able to get back to the shower, and they pour the cold water. <sighs> Allow the page. The cold water is coming. The cool air is coming. He's going to put you back together again. And you'll bear even more fruit than that which you had before.